You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Janon, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA, and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and, of course, where they are now. So... Hello, 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 you lovely people. How's it going? I hope everybody's been having a fantastic week and a phenomenal day so far. Um, Listen, man, so today, uh, I don't know if you uh, tuned into our episode from, I I believe it was two weeks ago. So if you do remember, uh, I might have said something about recording our episode very, 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 very late at night. And, um, you know, personally, after recording that episode, I uh, I was actually surprised at <laughs> how much energy was still able to come across <laughs> from uh, that episode, even though uh, it wasn't usually around it, it, the recording time wasn't around the time that we usually record our episodes, which is usually like early in the evening, you know. Uh, but today is definitely one of those days still. However, kind of like the opposite because right now, let's just say it's very, very, very early in the morning and we are recording this episode 212 of TKO. But once again, I, I personally, again, am very amazed at how much energy is still able to come across the radio waves. And uh, I don't know, it could be my coffee. It could be the, the the light workout that I did prior to recording this episode. Or it could just be the love and support that we get every single week from you guys, TKO Nation, aka TKO Magic. So yeah, it could be that too, or like a little dash of everything and then just mix them all together. And this is why, uh, even if we go to Mars, honestly, I feel like we'll we'll still be able to carry the same amount of energy every single week. All right, so I hope everybody's been uh, doing great uh, and that things are flowing well. Uh, I know that it's, uh, again, uh, you guys probably know that I'm in grad school right now, so I do not have exams or midterms or anything, although I do have a lot of projects um, just just, uh, hanging around that I need to take care of. But uh, from what I know, uh, it is, if you're a student, I, I get your struggle because it is officially midterm season. And I know stress levels must be off the roof. And uh, even for, for kids going back to school and just uh, just hustling hard in school, I again, I get your struggle. And um, just, just keep working hard. You will definitely see the reward at the end. And just uh, I feel like the most important thing to consider and to keep in your mind is that, okay, Sure, like uh, things can get stressful, but it's all about how you keep a balance of everything. And uh, regardless of how much hard work you put into whatever you're doing to, for example, prepare for your exam or whatever it is, just make sure that even if it's like five minutes out of your uh, two hour time period that you have set aside to, to work on your project or whatever it is, make sure that you take those small breaks and uh, just completely detach from that main task that you're doing do whatever you do 
that makes you feel happy and makes you feel at peace, whether it's listening to music, whether it's working out, whether it's talking to a friend, whether it's meditation, uh, reading a book, going for a walk, whatever it is, just make sure that you take those small breaks and take care of yourself because you matter, okay? Just wanted to put that out there because, again, I know a lot of people out there tend to get stressed out and they just don't know how to deal with it. But listen, it's okay. This too shall pass. But it's all about you maintaining that balance, okay? I know you got it. We all got it. Let's go, champ. Okay, so I'm so, so excited to get started with this episode. So, okay, what do we have lined up for today? So I'm just uh, looking through some of the events that we have coming up with regard to UFC fights, of course. And uh, I know this might, I feel like at this point, some some people might say, Janelle, you're just so biased with the UFC. But hey, listen, what can we really do when the only uh, MMA organization that has things pre-planned this perfectly is the UFC? And I feel like it's important to, to talk about all of these fights and these matchups coming up because... Um, it's just something with the UFC matchmakers. They know exactly which fights to make happen that will make the fighters happy, that will make the promotion rich, and will uh, also really excite the fans. So because of all those reasons, I feel like, uh, I, come on, you have to pay credit when credit is due. And I feel like this is definitely the case that we have to do so. Uh, so since I said all those things, um, Listen, I'm just looking through some of the fights that we have coming up ahead for the next couple of weeks, and they look fantastic, okay? So, um, for this upcoming weekend, actually, we are going to be having a UFC fight night, another UFC fight night between Jarzinho Rosenstrike and Cyril Gain, okay? So... Cyril Gain and uh, Rosenstrike are both uh, very, very dangerous heavyweights. And uh, I feel like, uh, again, I kind of alluded into this on our previous episode because for the longest time, not just me, but everybody else felt like the the heavyweight division was somewhat dormant, uh, especially since the pandemic and not a lot of attention was being given to uh, matchups and fights that were not necessarily championship bouts, right? So I feel like because of all those things, maybe the matchmakers just kind of thought to themselves, maybe we need to do something to to kind of like shake things up and um, make make things uh, roll once again. So since last week, uh, we've been having some fantastic heavyweight matchups. So. Um, uh, since I brought up Rosenstrike and Cyril Gain, Jardinia Rosenstrike versus Cyril Gain, that kind of reminds me of this uh, UFC fight night that we had uh, this past Saturday. The main event was this awesome bout between uh, Derek Lewis and Curtis Blades, where uh, another two top contenders in the heavyweight division. And uh, so uh, we didn't know who won that fight. Um, uh, Derek Lewis was able to knock out uh, Cur- Curtis Blades. And since the two were already so high high ranked in the division, we said that our prediction was that whoever won that fight will potentially get the winner of uh, 
the 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 winner of the the next championship fight so i said that because again that kind of brings me sorry i'm kind of like jumping all over the place i'm just so excited about the heavyweight division because we all know that on March 27th, uh, there is actually going to be a heavyweight championship fight between the current champion, Stipe Miocic and Francis Ngannou. And last week we said, whoever wins that Curtis Blades and Derek Lewis fight will most likely get a title shot against the winner of Francis Ngannou and Stipe Miocic, right? So that's all good. Again, that's our prediction, but... This upcoming Saturday, we have another awesome matchup, which makes us kind of like uh, ponder ponder upon uh, our, our predictions, should I say, even more. So what will actually happen after this fight between Jarzinho Rosenstrike and Surreal Game? Well, obviously, the two aren't necessarily uh, top ranked in the heavyweight division yet. But in a few uh, seconds, when I break down uh, some of the fights that each of these guys has had recently and the awesome records that they still hold to this day, I feel like you, you'll also get that um, inner conflict of what are we actually going to do with these talented guys? You know, I, we know that, you know, contract wise, certain people have to fight each other after a certain time. But what do we honestly do with such talented people like Cyril Gane, people like Jarzinho Rosenstrike, right? So uh, if that didn't excite you already, uh, I, I would still uh, highly recommend that you stay tuned for the rest of this episode because, oh goodness, I was just looking through the stats, uh, the fight stats for both of these guys, and that by itself excited me, let alone the fight that the, fight that the two are going to be having on Saturday night for UFC Fight Night in Las Vegas. Okay. So uh, that's that's definitely going to be something that we're going to be breaking down today. But on the same card, although I'm not sure if we're going to be having enough time to talk about all of these matchups, but uh, on the same card, we're going to be having some other talented fighters who uh, some of them we haven't really seen fight in, in, a, in a while, especially since the pandemic. People like um, Jim, Jimmy Rivera, who is an awesome bantamweight fighter. And a former, I believe, title um, title challenger or, or like challenger for being the top contender um, in the bantamweight division. He's very, very talented. Uh, once he goes goes into the octagon, all he sees is uh, is that W. He will do anything to get the win for himself. He's not scared of. Uh, being being injured in any way. Um, fun fact for y'all: uh, he in the middle of a fight, he actually sc horribly scratched his uh, his uh, retina, and um, it, it it was it was a very nasty uh, injury. And even regardless of that, he still kept on fighting forward, and he still uh, just just kept pushing and pushing, and he just he he will do anything to finish the fight and to potentially get the win for himself. So Jimmy Rivera is fighting on this card as well. Uh, another uh, one of my favorites is actually fighting on this card. So uh, Angela Hill, who's one of my all-time favorite women's strawweight fighters in the UFC, Angela Hill, she is also going, going to be fighting on this card. Uh, she's going to be fighting off against another talented, talented 
fighter uh, in the Shrewy division, Ashley Yoder. And uh, Angela Hill, she's one of the, again, she's one of those uh, fighters who, if you call, like, right now and say, okay, Angela, uh, we just need someone to fill in a uh, spot because this uh, X and Y fighter just dropped out and the fight is literally happening tomorrow. Angela Hill is the type of person who will jump on a plane and will immediately take that fight. Um, I believe for the past year, Angela Hill was one of the few people who had the most number of fights uh, in the organization. She has so many fights. Uh, There there will be a time that Angela Hill will almost have a fight um, every month. Like you will be watching a card and you'd see Angela Hill and you're like, didn't she just fight like two weeks ago? And uh, she will still be out there fighting her butt off and uh, getting awesome, awesome uh, victories um, in her name. Shout out to Angela Hill. She is indeed fighting on this card. So yeah, that's uh, that's another matchup that I'm definitely looking forward to myself. But uh, with regard to the Rosenstrike and uh, Gain matchup, I'll definitely talk about that in more detail in a few seconds. But before that, let's just uh, briefly do an overview of what other matchups are coming up for the rest of the month, or should I say for for March? Yeah, that's that's a better way of putting it. So on March 6th, we are going to be having a matchup that uh, we kind of talked about previously on, on TKO. However, I, I was one of the... Um, I, I feel like I wasn't one of the few people who thought this. Uh, but I feel like I, I, I had a very strong uh, opinion about this certain matchup that I'm going to be talking about right now. So on March 6th, we are going to be having the uh, the light heavyweight champion, uh, Jan Blokovic, fight off against the current middleweight champion at the UFC, Israel Adesanya. And you're like, wow, like th- these two guys are just so talented. They're dangerous dangerous uh fighters and uh they're essentially fan favorites especially when we're talking about israel adesanya and of course no doubt about that so where is what's the problem here of course the problem is that israel adesanya would have to move up to the light heavyweight division from his usual middleweight division which is at 185 pounds so he has to move all the way up to two uh 205 pounds to fight Jan Blokovic, the the reigning champion at the 205 division, a person who's been fighting at this weight division for the longest time. How many bouts has Israel Adesanya had in the light heavyweight division? Nada, right? So what do we do about this, right? And uh, listen, I, I just want to, again, clear some things up. Obviously, in my opinion... Um, as a, as a fan of both of these guys and a person who doesn't really want to see either guy lose, my opinion is this this matchup does not make sense for Israel Adesanya. I feel like if he if he had at least a couple of warm up fights in the two hundred five weight division before he got this matchup against Jan Blakovich, things would have looked much more uh, logical and sensible. However, uh, as much as I love Israel Adesanya and his uh, unique style of fighting and just like essentially everything else that he brings uh, to the table as a mixed martial artist, as an as an entertainer, 
I do not, I still, to this day, I do not approve of this fight for Israel Adesanya. But at the same time, if Israel Adesanya is able to win this fight um, against Jan Blokovich, this will arguably be one of the biggest uh, victories of his professional MMA career. Yes, he's fought dangerous, dangerous guys so far um, uh, on his professional record. He's fought Yoel Romero, one of the most dangerous middleweights on earth, right? And he's fought the former middleweight champion, Robert Whitaker, two times. And he's uh, uh, both of those times, he's been able to completely mull over him. So that definitely tells you something. And if that didn't convince you, he has faced off against... MMA legend Anderson Silva, and he was also able to uh, beat up Anderson Silva and get the victory for himself. So, uh, he, you know, even though so far he has a very, very um, shiny, uh, should I say, professional record, and he has yet to be defeated, Israel Adesanya, this is going to be his biggest test to date the one the fight that he's going to be having against Jan Blakovich but if he does win this fight it will be the biggest victory of his career and it will only take him higher uh, and it will definitely pave the way for him for um other big name fights obviously and uh definitely also pave the way for him to become a, a potentially a goat so like the greatest of all time in mixed martial arts uh, because right now um people are like Israel Adesanya is definitely amongst uh, the, those top people that we've that we've had so far in the history of the UFC. People like John Jones, people like um, even like Anderson Silva, people like Khabib Nurmagomedov. But it'll all it will all depend on what the outcome of this fight against Jan Blokovic would actually turn out to be. But uh, on the contrary, I feel like for Jan Blokovic. Um, it is expected of him to win this fight against Israel Adesanya um, because, after all, this is his weight division. This is the division that he's been fighting at forever. And, um, yeah, I feel like uh, it's just kind of, like, expected of him to win this bout. And if he does lose this, then things are going to look a little bit shaky for uh, Jan Blokovich, on the contrary. Uh, however, I do want to say this one thing. So a lot of people argued that, um, you know, even though Israel Adesanya isn't necessarily used to fighting at this uh, heavier weight division, it, it's it's kind of like if when you have John Jones uh, fight at the at, at the same weight division at the two hundred five weight division because this was after all John Jones's. Uh, uh, like original weight division, if you guys remember, before he moved up to the heavyweight division, when, you know, when he got the championship belt for himself, John Jones, um, he was fighting at the light heavyweight division. And uh, 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 physique-wise, a lot of people argued that Israel Adesanya, uh, he has the same physique, or like rather a similar physique to John Jones, and especially because of his style, because 
we see that Ezra Adesanya, um, he's very creative and unorthodox when it comes to throwing uh, uh, combination shots and uh, throwing shots from a distance, you know, because of his long limbs. And he really does tend to use all those um, uh, uh, physique advantages, if that's a word. Uh, he tends to use all those things in his own advantage. And um, so does John Jones. And so because of that, a lot of people just draw that analogy of if John Jones was able to accomplish all those great things in the light heavyweight division, even though he wasn't necessarily the, the bulkiest guy in this division, then so can Israel Adesanya. But again, we should we should just wait and see what will actually happen because John Jones, sorry, Israel Adesanya is not John Jones and vice versa. But I feel like that's an interesting argument. But um, I feel like, again, my argument and uh, to, again, just to play devil's advocate. And again, uh, for, for the 100th, 100th time, as a disclaimer, I love Israel Adesanya and uh, I'm a huge fan, but I'm just um, trying to logically analyze the situation here. So I feel like even though that analogy of, uh, you know, Israel Adesanya being like John Jones um, in this case makes sense. Um, John Jones didn't have to move up a weight division from a lighter weight division to fight at the tool five weight division. And uh, I feel like that's uh, one of the biggest factors that's going to be um, having a determining role in, in this case for Israel Adesanya. So is his body and speed and agility uh, able to handle that, uh, that, um, that weight gain um, and still uh, have put on a good performance despite all all that weight gain because do the math for yourself you're you're going from 185 pounds to 205 pounds and uh, that's no joke so you have to be careful with uh, how you put on that weight and how your body is adjusted to uh fighting around with all that extra weight on so because of all those things again i, I once again uh, I do get the John Jones and Israel Adesanya analogy, but I feel like that extra weight gain is going to be a, a huge determining factor in uh, how this fight is going to go uh, uh, in, in the long term. So, you know what? That's, that fight's coming up in a matter of three weeks. So, yeah. Yeah, actually three weeks. Sorry, my 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 uh, my math is just like way off today. But uh, that fight is coming up. Regardless, I'm so, so, so excited for that fight. When the fight week comes, rest assured that we're going to be talking about that fight in even more detail. So you will definitely have nothing to lose. And uh, even if you have no idea what to expect on fight night, do not worry. We got you covered, okay? So that fight is coming up. And uh, I did already say... The, the I already talked about the, the heavyweight championship fight that is coming up on March 27th between Stipe Miocic and Francis Ngannou. And that fight too, I'm just so, so excited. UFC 260, wow. UFC 260 is coming up. And what a great way to celebrate that number with this awesome heavyweight championship bout. 
but you know that's that's coming up in the future um and uh we'll definitely talk about that in more detail uh in subsequent weeks but also i want to give a big shout out to uh my brother Bilal Muhammad uh who recently won um uh about i believe it was 2 weeks ago he won his uh, fight, and uh, now he's uh, actually filling in for uh, uh, Kimaev, uh, who was supposed to be fighting off against Leon Edwards. So Leon Edwards is going to be fighting off against Bilal Muhammad, and uh, that is going to be one interesting fight, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, both guys are just uh, so accurate with their striking. And uh, I would definitely highly, highly recommend everybody to watch this uh, Leon Edwards and Bilal Muhammad fight on March 13th. Okay, so that fight is also coming up. Now, without further ado, let's thoroughly break down this uh, Jarzinho Rosenstrike and Surreal Gain bout coming up this Saturday. Okay, so um, just want to say uh, both of these guys uh, are European fighters. Okay. And I feel like uh, that that has been one of the biggest reasons why they haven't been promoted as much compared to some of the other fighters that we have currently in the UFC, um, you know, because they're, uh, uh, again, because they're in Europe. And I, I just feel like, I hate to say this, but I feel like there's some sort of a bias when it comes to promoting fighters who are not necessarily from North America Again, that's it's really not fair because we do get a lot of talents coming from other <laughs> regions in the world, uh, regions that are not necessarily in North America. So uh, because of all, because of that reason, I'm trying to do my part here uh, with regard to promoting this fight between Rosenstrike and uh, Gain, uh, Surreal Gain. So talking about Jerzinho Rosenstrike. He's had 11 wins and only one loss on his professional career. So let me just tell you some of the guys who uh, he has recently beat up. So he has been able to win over the former um, uh, heavyweight champion, Junior Dos Santos. Okay, that that by itself is a huge victory. That's his most recent win. And uh, he's won over Alistair Overeem. He has also won over Andre Arlovsky. So uh, whatever we talk about ascending to a higher rank in the heavyweight division, some of the familiar names that come to mind that you absolutely have to win over are all those names that I just mentioned. And I feel like every single time that you get past Andre Arlovsky and every single time that you get past Alistair Overeem, and every single time they get past Junior Dos Santos, you you are on the right path. And I, 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 I really uh, have to apologize if that sounded a little bit blunt because, once again, disclaimer, I love all those guys. But, uh, and this is a good thing, I feel like, because the fact that uh, you are able to prove yourself against such top contenders and, uh, you know, essentially veterans of the heavyweight division, people like Overeem, people like Arlovsky, people like Dos Santos, that, uh, that shows the matchmakers that, okay, no, you're definitely made, made of a different cloth, right? 
Um, so those guys, uh, you know, because of all the great accomplishments that they've had themselves, the fact that you win any fight against them, that definitely tells everybody something. Okay, so um, Rosenstrike has uh, won fights against those uh, top contenders and uh, veterans, heavyweight veterans. And that one loss that he's had, I do not give him any grief for that because that one loss was against Francis Ngannou. And Francis Ngannou, we all know, is the most dangerous heavyweight on earth. No doubt about that. No cap. <laughs> That's just the way it is. Um, I, again, I do not give him any grief for that. And even after that loss, uh, he's had one win. So I feel like he he was uh, he was uh, really easily able to jump back from that loss. And again, I do not give him any grief for that. Now let's talk about Surreal Gain. He is undefeated. He is seven and zero, uh, and he too has recently fought Junior Dos Santos, and he was actually able to defeat Junior Dos Santos uh, through um, elbows and through a TKO. Which is, again, just just unbelievable. And uh, he's 30 years old and uh, he, he's young. He's out here trying to make a name, name of himself. And uh, what better way to prove himself and essentially promote himself than fight uh, Jardinian Rosenstrike? Because Rosenstrike is nobody to underestimate. And... Uh, it will be really interesting to see how this fight is going to turn out because stylistically, I would say both guys are just so um, uh, so agile when it comes to throwing shots. They throw the most powerful shots, uh, even if the, the, the wind <laughs> of a shot catches you on the chin, you will go down to the canvas. And so because of that, I, I feel like this is a very easy prediction to give. There is going to be a KO. There is going to be a knockout in this case. So make sure that whenever, when you're watching this fight on Saturday night, you do not blink for a second because that's how exciting this fight is going to be. But like I said, stylistically, this is going to be a very close fight and I cannot wait to see what will actually happen. All right, so I'm just looking at the clock right now. Unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to be having for this week. Make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with previous episodes. And until next time, it's your girl Janan right here. And this is TKO. Peace out. Peace out.